Thank you for listening to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast, located here in Pasco, Washington, where lives are still being changed for Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy it. morning is the visitation. So I'll just leave you with that. And then for now, just wondering what the visitation is. Hallelujah. Amen. Not aliens. Amen. But, uh, amen. I just uh, want to highlight, amen, a truth in the Bible, um, because we're going to be reading in the book of Job. And so Job was a person God said about him that he was blameless he was an upright man and so he said amen a man who fears God and trusts him and turns from evil and for God to say that about a person amen Job must have been a very upright man of good character and so you and I this morning are blameless before God because we fear him and we trust in his son, Jesus. And so Job didn't have the revelation, amen, of the Bible that you and I today have. But God said of him that he was upright and he was a just man. And the Bible says that there was no one else like Job. And so one day Satan comes and presents himself before God. With the intent to test Job and see if he will deny the living God. And one day, Job, in one day, he loses his servants. He loses his livelihood and his children. And so Job has come to a tragic and great loss in his life. When you lose possessions, that is one thing. Even... Amen. Servants that are under you, that's, that's another thing. No doubt he was a just man, so he did care for his servants. But I can't imagine the loss of a child. Pain and heartache. The mind battles that would come associated with losing a child. We might not experience the loss of a child in this life. But we all will experience heartache sometime or another in this lifetime. So in pain, there will always be time to heal for you and I. If we hold on to hurt, then there, will be, there won't be a time for healing. If you heal, then you can live free from pain. And this is a tough thing. But are you willing Amen. To give your pain to the one who suffered for your pain. And this morning, his name is Jesus, if you don't know him. With all Job's losses, he still held on to his integrity. Job still held on to God. Job 1, 20 through 22 says, Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came in from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gave me, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. How many of us could say that after such a tragic loss? Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, people go through things in their life, and, and the first thing they do is just curse out God. Why did this happen, God? Why did this tragedy have to, have to befold me, befold on me? And it is hard to hold on to your testimony when tragedy and loss occurs in your life. Job puts his trust and dependency on God. He says, God, I don't know what's going on in this life right now. This tragedy, this loss. But I'm going to rely on you. And all I can do is worship. And sometimes, you know, when we're going through the struggles of life, when we're going through the tragedies of life, all we can really do is fall down and worship God. Amen. To help us go through these difficult times. And so we trust in God. He will lead us even through the most of trying times. And I want to take a look at the second trial. Job held on to God in the midst of all this tragedy he had experienced. And so the devil comes before God's throne and asks if he could test Job for the second time. Job 2, 4 through 8 says, Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give up for his life. But stretch out your hand and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand, only spare his life. So Satan went out from his presence of the Lord and struck Job uh, with loathsome sores from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took a piece of broken pottery, which he uh, scraped himself while he sat in the ashes. And so Job is sitting in mourning, amen, in all the tragedy that, that has befallen him. He takes, amen, this, this sharp piece of pottery, or this, say today, it's a piece of glass. And so he's got all these boils upon his body, and he's sitting there in anguish. And, and no doubt he's thinking about everything that has happened in his life. And so he's sitting there cutting these things off because he can't bear the pain anymore. Uh, one translator says that, that as he's cutting, there's, there's a pus oozing out of, these, out of these sores, amen, that he has. And so this is the, the, the life of Job. This is where Job finds himself, amen, in this moment of, amen, of his story. And so when the devil tests Job for the second time is when it really got trying for this man. We're going to read our main text. Job 3, 1 through 16 says, After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. He didn't curse God. And Job said, Let the day perish on which I was born and the night that said, I am a man is conceived. Let the day of darkness, amen, may God above not seek it, nor light shine upon it. Let gloom and deep darkness calm it. Let the clouds dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. That night, let thick darkness seize it. 
Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Behold, let the night be barren. Let it not joyfully uh, cry, enter it. Let those who curse, amen, let those who curse, curse that day, who are ready to rouse up the Leviathan. Amen, you guys didn't know there was dinosaurs back then. Let the stars of its dawn be dark. Let hope for the light but uh, have none, nor see the eyelids of the morning, because it did not shut the doors of my mother's womb, nor hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? Come out from um, the womb and expire. Why did the knees receive me? Why did the breast? that I should nurse. For the, then I would have laid down and be, been quiet. I would have slept, then I would have been at rest. He goes on to say, with the kings and counselors of the earth who rebuilt the ruins for themselves, or with the princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver, or why was I not as a hidden stillborn child, as infants who never see the light. And so Job, amen, like I said before, is an upright man, a man of integrity. Job knows this, that he has done no evil before God. And this is a dilemma for Job because he is thinking to himself, why is all this befalling me, upon me? Why is everything in my life right now falling apart? One thing bad after another is happening to him. And so it does not seem like it's going to stop. And that's how, amen, the cycle of life could be sometimes. Hurricane Harvey, amen, yes, named after me, felt like a never-ending cycle. I remember my wife and our children, we were locked up in our home for three days. And so Harvey made landfall three times in six days. The storm lasted a record of 117 hours, stalling over the coast for four days. And so the, the Houston metro area is the nation's uh, fourth last, uh, largest city with 6.6 .6 million residents. And so the storm dumped one trillion gallons of rain on Houston in four days. That's a lot of rain. And so at its peak on September 1st in 2017, one-third of Houston was underwater. When we are in long-lasting storms, it seems like we are drowning with no end in sight. We, I remember just the water keep rising and rising, and nobody left left their home. For three days, this happened. Uh, it was like we were in, uh, you know, the days of Noah. And we just, we just stayed home. And so Job is in a depressive state. A state where he does not see the light at the end of the tunnel. These times can be filled with grief and anguish. 
There are times when we can feel hopeless and even suicidal. When we read the scripture, you get the sense that Job does not want to live anymore. Or that he does not want to keep on living. Amen. Can Christians deal with spiritual suicide? A spirit of suicide. I believe so. And so circumstances in life can bring us to a point where the door is open to this spirit. In the Bible we have examples of men. These, these were men. And as you read the scriptures, you get this sense where they don't want to live anymore. They're in its depressive state in their lives. Dave is running from Saul. And another example is Elijah. He's running from this woman Jezebel. And these men, they don't, they don't have any hope. They're crying out to God. And in the midst of their trouble, amen, in the midst of what they're going through, amen, you, you see a reflection of their hearts as they're speaking. And they're speaking like they've lost hope. We read the story when, when the devil tempts Jesus in the wilderness. The devil starts speaking things into the mind of God, the Son of God. Jesus is being tempted. And these things in the wilderness, in this dry area, are very real in, in, the, in the Son of God's mind. I just want to say this morning, if we dwell in our suffering then it will seem like there is no end to our pain. Where do you run? Amen. Where are the answers for your heartache, pain, and sorrow in life? You know, we live in a day and age where people just take their lives. It, it, it's like it's becoming a fashion. You know, they, they don't even think twice. They'll just go ahead and commit suicide. They'll they'll take their lives. Um, I don't know. I was I was watching I was watching a video for I don't know what reason, but this this man this this millionaire he comes up with this scheme of um, trying to I guess uh, swindle a million dollars or uh, by by uh, making a uh, I guess a fake a mortgage account and everything, and so he gets caught. And but the thing that he did was he he burned down his his house to I guess uh, to do this plot, and so this man gets caught, and so he's sentenced to twenty one years in prison. And so he's lived this lavish lifestyle. He's he's lived amen his life to the fullest, and I think he was even in Time magazine. They they did a an article on him. And so what this man does is he's, he's sitting there in court. He's realizing the, the, the weight of what he has done. And so you see him reach into the, his bag and take something and put it in his mouth. And within eight minutes, he collapses. He, he dies. We can be, you know, a people of God and still experience suffering. And we can be, amen, a people that don't serve God, sinner. Maybe our sin has led us to these mindsets and has opened the door to these spirits. 
Amen. This California woman wrote, no matter how bad the pain is, it's never so bad that suicide is the only answer. She goes on to say, suicide doesn't end pain. It only lays it on the broken shoulders of the survivors. And she ends the story, by the way, to all the doctors, nurses, and uh, psychiatrists who forced me to live when I didn't want to. Thank you for keeping breath in my lungs and my heart beating and encouraging hope in me when I didn't have hope. Many people, they retract and isolate themselves in times of hardship. When life hits, heartache and pain are very real. When this happens, Man, we need to get counsel from those who can give hope. That's what this woman did, amen, in our illustration. She got counsel, amen, for people that would give her hope. A shoulder that she can cry on, amen. Somebody that she can grieve to. It's amazing to me also, there, there's even like teenagers, even young kids, amen, even committing suicide, up to eight years old. Think about this. So it's a spirit that's rampant in our generation, like never before. They're taking their lives because they, they see no hope in a hopeless society. But I want to say that there's hope in Jesus Christ this morning. And if we will trust in Him and in the people of God, we can come out of this cycle. When I first came to the church, I was battling with wanting to end my life. And so being around my pastor and other people of God gave me the hope to want to live and move forward in life. And so as my relationship with God and other people became stronger, God helped me through that difficult time. And so I was able, amen, to come into the sheltering of the house of God. I don't believe, I, b I believe if uh, somebody wouldn't have come and knock on my, on my door from the Potter's House Church two months prior, I, I would have probably ended my, ended my life. But God knew, amen, and he sent somebody to reach out to me. And it was the Spirit of God that drew me to, to the Potter's House. Psalms 37, 3 through 7 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend uh, faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as light and, and your justice as the noonday. Think about this. Our friend Job, you know, he's, he's righteous. He's just as the scripture that I, I just read. And so he continues, even through all his tragedy, to put his trust in the Lord. Amen. Sorry, I, I didn't read number seven. It says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not your, uh, yourselves over the one who uh, prospers in his ways, over the man who carries out evil devices. 
praise the Lord. I want to take a, a look lastly at the latter days of Job. The devil, amen, intent was to destroy Job's life. But God's, amen, was to breathe life into him. Let's read Job 42, 10 through 17. And this is at, at the end of Job, amen. It says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job and restored his fortunes. When he prayed for his friends, also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. And there came to him all his brothers and sisters, and all whom had known him before. And they ate bread with him in the house. And they sympathized with him and comforted him over all the distressing calamities that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money and every man an earring of gold. And so the later days of Job were blessed more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels. 1,000 yoke uh, of oxen and 1,000 female donkeys. Let's not focus on that. It says he also gave Job seven sons and three daughters. I don't understand the three daughters because it says double, but amen. That's what the Bible says. And that, or the seven sons. And he uh, called the name, amen, of the first, I don't know that name, and the name of the second, and it came, amen, to the third. And so in all the days, there was no women so fair as uh, the daughters of Job. And their father gave them inheritance among their brothers. And so after this, Job lived 140 years. And saw his sons and his sons, think about this, even to the fourth generation. So Job died an old man and full of days. I want to say this morning that God is a God of increase. And so the uh, latter days of Job were more abundant than when he first started. Job didn't understand this. Man, when he began. In the beginning of his trial. But I believe that God must empty us out. To be able to pour more into us. And so as I look at the examples set before me. Like my headship pastor Rosario. He took over the Killeen church in an exceedingly difficult time. The church had been torn apart by a pastoral change and distrust in the pastor that was in place. And so Pastor Rosario, he had hard times in Colleen. He had to work out a lot of the issues amen, in that congregation. But as he did, God brought focus and clarity once again. And so you and I today are going to be recipients amen, of this man pressing forward as a conference body. Now we're going to be directly linked, amen, to him because of this man's faithfulness who was unwilling, amen, to give up 
and willing to believe in God in the midst of disorder and chaos. I remember being there. Amen. Not not in the church, but being there and just uh, before the pastoral change and just the the excitement in the church. And then uh, the after the pastor was sent to Africa, Amen. The the church kind of like. Uh, split apart a bunch of people left all these people that were on fire and it's it's like the Killeen church went from from one day to the next it just it went from the top just like to bottom bottoming out and so pastor with the people that were left there pastor rosario had to uh, actually there was a pastor before that 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 uh, actually uh, ended up even doing more damage to the church after that but Pastor Rosario comes in, and he's having to deal with all these things. But let me say this morning that God was faithful as he pressed forward. And so next year in April, we will be there. A direct link, amen, to, to our pastor. So if we stay faithful in times of emptiness, Emptying. God is willing to refill us once again. God's aim is to bring stability and willingness to trust in Him. Amen. Job's fruitfulness and abundance was a sign of his patient endurance in times of trouble and heartache. When you look, amen, at a man and a woman that is rich, in life, I'm talking about rich in spirit. It is because there are people of endurance. It is because there are people that have gone through, amen, situations in their life and even tragedies. One more example, amen, is, is Pastor Campbell, the losing of his daughter. And so he gives a testimony after he, he lost his daughter. It's like the, the church exploded. And I don't know how many works they have out there. They have, I, I can't even tell you. But they have a lot of work. And so people of endurance, amen. You can, you can see, amen, the richness in life. Daniel 6.23 says, The king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him because he had trusted in God. And so when life tries to put us in a den, a pit of despair, a pit, amen, of disillusion in trusting God. When you come out, I'm going to say that you're going to be strengthened, you're going to be unscratched. The lions didn't even touch Daniel. Daniel was a man of God also. Man, Daniel was a man of reputation. He was a man, amen, that sought after God, that fasted and prayed, amen. He was, a, he was a man of vision. He gave the king 
Amen. Not, e uh, not even his dream, but the interpretation of the dream. And so Daniel was a man of God. And he was also put in, in a trial. But he, at the end, he was strengthened and unscratched. Can I have every head bowed and every eye closed? You've just listened to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast located here in Pasco, Washington. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you come back for more.